hello, everyone. Welcome to episode six of the Taft Tea House podcast.、Uh, I'll be your guest host today, Johnny Chen. My pronouns are he, his, him, and today we're going to be talking to Jill Lee.、Uh, Jill, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Jill. My pronouns are she, her,、um, and I'm currently in Clemson,、uh, the city, not the university, <laughs> studying、um, engineering. <laughs> Uh, so Clemson, where's that at? South Carolina. Awesome. Is that where? Uh, that's like where your family's at, right? Um, actually, no. Um. Oh. Yeah, like、uh, my parents are in Taiwan right now, and my brother is studying in Memphis. So <laughs> we're very scattered. Ah, well, is it? Do you have anyone with you during these times of self isolation? <laughs> Um, yeah, I got three roommates, and they're like really chill.、Um, oh, I see. Yeah, we mostly like bond over the apartment breaking down, but like, I don't know. It helps us have some conversation. <laughs> the the apartment, what? <laughs> yeah, I live off campus. But you said it broke down. Yeah, like、um, like the other day, the garbage disposal in the kitchen sink. Started leaking, so we had to like take everything out from the bottom cabinets, and we couldn't cook for twenty four hours, so we had to wash dishes in the bathrooms. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, and then we set them on the towel racks to dry. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, <laughs> uh, when I, when I was asking about what you were doing during quarantine, I was hoping it wasn't going to be so tra- tragic. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It's a, it's just a it's just a memory, it's just a college story, yeah. <laughs> Something to share with your roommates.、Uh, anything else you've been doing besides fixing your whole apartment? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't have a lot of like quarantine experience because up until like、um, the beginning of August, I was in Taiwan, and Taiwan's not quarant hasn't been quarantining. For a while, so we were free to go to places, but now I'm here. Most of my times used on like、uh, watching videos for class and stuff. Honestly, oh, so it's like a really big transition from Taiwan to America, right? For sure. I don't have a car right now, so like it's really hard to get anywhere outside of walking distance. I mean, is there anywhere that you really want to go during quarantine? Uh, <laughs> I don't know.、Um, when amusement parks open, that sounds like a good idea. Oh yeah. Not now. Not right now. <laughs> Disney might have opened or something, but like, y'all don't go to Disney right now. Not the best idea. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, cool. So you said that you were a、uh, was it engineering in a.、Uh... University now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's that's a completely different story from what you left, from the story that you left half with. Oh、uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, um, <laughs> my, I think most of my life I wanted to um, be a pastry artist, be a baker, a chef. So like, um, I went to culinary school. Um, during senior year, and I applied to the top culinary school in Taiwan, and I got in.、Um, I was really happy about that, 
but uh, once I got into this school, it was completely um, like not my expectations. Like I was looking for, I was looking forward to um, doing more creative stuff, but um, at that school, everything's just very strict. Um, everything has to follow guidelines, or we do get punishments. Like um, we have dorm regulations where teachers will come in and examine if everything's clean uh first of all we aren't allowed to keep anything on our desks um which is like whoa college students aren't allowed to keep things on desks that's crazy (laughs) um yeah and like our beds have to be made floors swept Um, but like, even after all of these steps, uh, you might still get punished for like a slight infraction. Um, for example, me and my three roommates, the four of us, we forgot to draw the curtains open. They were like half closed. So all of us got an hour of community service. Just for curtains? Yep. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) So we had to sweep a whole floor, sweep, mop. Wipe down counters. <laughs> wow, that's just that's just some culture shock. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, definitely in the uh I guess food service yeah. and also just in a completely different country. <laughs> For sure. So like about a semester in, um, I was like, you know what, I'm out. I don't I don't wanna like um continue to like put myself through that anymore. So I left the school. Um and like there was about a year and a half where I was just trying to figure out where my next steps were um, because I just left what was supposedly the best culinary school in Taiwan. So um, everything after that um, got super fuzzy. So um, for a while I was considering going into like early childhood education um, because I have a lot of experience in that and I really enjoy doing that. Um, And I, interned at an educational company and helped them with like editing and giving tours when students come uh, to see their studio uh the company like makes um videos and magazines to teach english in taiwan and their um their english teachers are really famous because their faces are plastered everywhere so when um, classes come to see, they actually scream and ask for autographs. <laughs> that was really fun. Um, and yeah, after um, my internship, I wasn't sure if that was a path that I wanted to go to. Um, but what I knew was that I was like more suited to be in an American school environment. So like I started college apps again. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> Second yeah. round of those. Second round. <laughs> and it was it was really weird because um the year before um all of the seniors were about to graduate and they were applying for colleges and they would ask me and their friends to help edit their application essays, right? Yeah. And then and then the tables turned. <laughs> <laughs> and I was asking the now freshman to edit my college essays. 
It's like scratch my back and I'll scratch yours kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> Just give him back, you know? It's a mutual relationship. <laughs> I'm so glad for that. Um, yeah, and I slowly... Well, I was just researching a lot of majors, and I knew that um, I it, it was like about this time that I started to get more like socially conscious. Um, I'm definitely not like a professional or anything, but I learned a lot during. What do you mean by socially conscious? Um, like for for me, the most press the most pressing issue is um environmental sustainability oh i will repeat that oh, in a right, while right. i am do you hear the trains yes i do it's very faint <laughs> <laughs> whenever they go by i go hi train and i wave to it because <laughs> they're right behind the tracks right behind us um okay uh so socially conscious right <laughs> yeah okay so for me, environmental issues are the most pressing. And in this past year, I learned a lot about, um, you know, policies that affect um, poor communities, for example, or how agriculture affects the environment or fashion, specifically fast fashion. There was just like a lot of information that... Um, I started to take in and I realized like I want to be part of the solution instead of like worrying about all the problems. So um, in March, I joined an environmental volunteer group. Um, they're the Taiwanese Youth Climate Coalition. And what they do is uh, mostly to spread awareness and to make Taiwan Taiwan's presence known in international communities. So they'll send representatives to the um, annual United Nations Conference of Parties where they talk about um, international climate goals and um, national contributions towards that, like um, being carbon neutral, or um, cutting back on waste, um, water regulation, stuff like that. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they bring all this information back to Taiwan and then use that to, um, in turn, um, hold our Taiwanese representatives accountable. Because even if um, Taiwan isn't officially recognized in a lot of international communities, it doesn't mean that we are powerless we actually have a lot of power to um cut back on environmental harm so i'm really glad to like be working with um this organization and are you still working with them um i am um they're oh. currently training volunteer teachers to teach um climate courses in schools all around taiwan right now and i got to be a guest speaker for that whoa okay i i did have a question you said you were engineering right yeah where does that how does that happen <laughs> so far you've not said a lick about engineering <laughs> <laughs> like how did that come about so like i know 
it's a huge leap from culinary arts to engineering. Um, but that's why I asked. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, everyone like takes a step back when they hear that. But um, I, my science and math has always been like pretty strong um, throughout high school. What I regret doing is um, not taking calculus actually, because calculus, the class time um, was exactly the same time as culinary arts. So I had to pick one. <laughs> Oh, anyone for culinary? <laughs> yeah, on some days I feel like I'm playing catch up, um, but the professors have been super helpful. There's a lot of resources, and like school started for two weeks, and I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would. So, oh, I feel like I'm finally on something that's good for me. That's good. Uh, is it like a so you found your passion, you'd say, or I feel yeah, and and my strength. That's so good. Okay, I'm glad for you. <laughs> yeah, hearing about uh your culinary was a little disappointing, but I'm glad you found something uh better. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So like, I think I like learning about things and reading them and like discussing that. I'm better at that than um, hands-on work. I think that quality kind of like at the same time, it was like the downfall of my culinary arts path, but now it's building me up, hopefully to become a good engineer. Yeah, I, th I think you would be really good with that. <laughs> so is engineering like your dream then at this point? Um, I have many little dreams and I hope I get to achieve all of that in my lifetime. Um, I really like um, checking out like sustainable um, products or um, business models. And I, I would like to develop products one day to help people like cut back on using single-use plastics and stuff and something that's durable and lasts a long time i think maybe products like a few decades ago like 30 40 years ago were made to like last a lot longer than products made now um and i think it'd be a great idea if we could go back to the quality over quantity situation yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I can't wait to see uh like a world where everything is just perfectly perfectly made, very well made under Jill's guidance. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um, but like at the same time, I also want to improve conditions of people who are suffering under um environmental disasters. I'm currently working for a nonprofit, and I hope that in the future, I will be able to as well make a bigger impact. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, you, you of all people, definitely has the drive to do it. So, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, I think I think you can definitely change the world in a better way, Jill. Thank you, Johnny. You too. Yeah. You too. I, I support you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> 
but less about me and more about you. Let's talk about some TAF-related stuff. <laughs> How about it? Okay. All right. Let's go.、Uh, so, when was the last time you were at TAF again? Just to get a sense of time. Um, the last time I was at TAF was 2019. That was waves, but I wasn't a camper or a counselor. I was a weekender, which was weird. Ooh. <laughs> And then what about being a what about a camper slash counselor? Um, that was my last year was TAF 2018. Was that resonate? <laughs> Uh yes, that was resonate. <laughs> I had to think about it too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what would you say that I guess is like your favorite TAF moment throughout all of your TAF career? I don't even know how long you've been at TAF either. <laughs> oh, it's been only four years. I started out as a youther. Oh. Yeah,、okay. pretty sure it was through the referral of like、um, Phoebe Wu and Alex Wang. We were all from Kansas, and that's where I heard about it. So, you got any、uh, favorite TAF memories then, <laughs> from your four years as a TAFer? Um. Oh, big TAF sad, big TAF sad. Let's go, best performance. <laughs> uh, Johnny, you were in big TAF sad. A bunch of our friends were in big TAF sad, and like, I feel like. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that performance I feel like was planned for like almost like a year prior, which was crazy. And then we had to like choose a song, and then learn the choreography at home, and then figure out formations when we're at TAF. And all of us were coordinators, so we had late nights、um, combined with the. Early dance practices for Big Tough Sad like that was a week, but a like wow! <laughs> but it we all really pulled through at the end. Definitely worth it. <laughs> oh yeah! But that wasn't the only、uh, Tough Night performance you've had, right? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <Yeah> . You <laughs> knew this was coming. <laughs> yeah. How did you、uh, get to that? So.、Um, Taff 2016, I tried singing for、um, Taff Night, and it went surprisingly well.、Um, I'm really happy for that. So I sang again in 2017, and both times were pretty fun. But Big Taff Sad was the just the cherry on top. That was a great senior、um, like ending note for Taff for sure. <laughs> so what'd you say?、Uh, what was it? Big Taff Sad. Uh, kind of like what's the dancing part of, I guess your itch, your itch to like do a Taff Night act. <laughs> you got the singing and the dancing down, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I got to do both actually. A full fledged performer. Yeah. You're a full fledged performer at this point. Man, I I don't think so. <laughs> you got the passion for it. That's what matters. <laughs> So those、uh, those Taft night acts were very important to you, right? In your Taft life. <laughs> yeah, planning for those,、um, I feel like was it's only one highlight. There were so many others. Like my little sibs、Ooh. were great.
um like I wrote letters to them and um we prank called each other <laughs> like this was all after Tav so like <laughs> even to this day no but I'm planning to write to um a little sib so <laughs> oh that's cute <laughs> I love yeah. seeing sib connections last a lifetime <laughs> yeah one of my little sibs like um she was a junior when she was my sib and she's going to be a youther so like that is so crazy <laughs> definitely you know uh i i keep bringing this up whenever people talk about uh taffers growing up uh you know you remember emerson emerson i do yeah, he's going to be a youther next year. Wait, what? Wait, hold up. Wait, hold up. Emerson's a youther. Wait, no, wait, hold up. Um, <laughs> wait. Next year, he's going to be a... <laughs> wait, when? When did that happen? Yeah, that's, that's the response people usually have. I had he's the same response. He's a lot older than I have in mind. Whoa! Thought he was gonna be a junior forever. Like, boom! Wow, that is actually insane. Uh, really puts it in perspective. He's gonna, he's gonna be great. Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. So, with all your highlights in over the years, right? Uh, why do you, why do you come back to Taft then? Would you say those highlights are the reasons you come back to TAF or something else? (laughs) Like, well, those are like really good experiences that like, I'm really glad to have had, but it's honestly my friends that I come back just to see and hang out with. (laughs) Um, I (laughs) like some of my best friends are my TAF friends. Um, you, for example, Rachel, Joanne, Aiden, like, <laughs> um, Big Taff Sad crew. Like, that's, that's where it's at. That's why I come back. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. <laughs> I was just testing you, wanted to see if you really thought me as a friend. <laughs> anyway, you can cut that joke out because no one laughed, but <laughs> that being... <laughs> But, um, what I want to know from Jill is, what does being a taffer mean to you? Um, being a taffer, um, I feel like you gotta go all in. Like, I was really shy when I started out as a youther, and throughout the years, I, like, pushed, got pushed more and more out of my comfort zone, and had a lot of experiences that I didn't think I would have and had a lot of fun with a lot of new people. So yeah, being a taffer, you got to go all in. Oh, so you've, uh, wait, you were shy and reserved at first. Oh yeah. Um, 2015, like, wow. I, I wouldn't even be able to like find a lunch table to sit down. Because I was just so scared of other people. 
Um, but like a couple of shy girls and I like just started to bond together and like shout out to Renee Jiang, shout out to Megan Lin, Louise Sun, love them. And I think it's like because of them and my counselors, Caleb and Allison. Like that combo right there. Like what a duo. I think if it weren't for them, I would not be who I am today. Your counselors were Caleb and Allison? My counselors were Caleb and Allison. That's my biggest flex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. What a duo. Yeah, you're right. You definitely flexed that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Bing and Allen. Bing and Allen were iconic, but um, you know what? You really can't beat Caleb and Allison. Oh, geez. Let's go. Wait, Bing is an OG too. Alan is an OG too. Wait, I gotta take that back. <laughs> Everyone has their favorites. It's okay, Jill. <laughs> Bing's not here right now listening or anything. <laughs> but yeah, I just can't imagine a shy, reserved Jill. Because when I met you, it was, I guess, after you've grown as a person. <laughs> nice. That is what I'd wish for myself, for sure. I I don't know. I like myself now a lot better than I used to, for sure, for sure. That's good. I'm really happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. We've exhausted uh, all of my questions. So is there anything? I mean, there is one last thing, but uh, is there anything you want to like, I guess, just spout out there for everyone to hear? <laughs> Maybe that uh, great question. Um, but I don't think I have anything currently, so that's fine. Then I'll I'll give you something to spout out there for everyone to hear. Uh do you have any advice uh for any coordinators or taffers that are like just coming into TAF now? Because uh you've been both a taffer and a coordinator before. So I'm sure you have some pretty good advice to give. Okay, so for technical advice, um, bring cough drops and emergency. You will need them. Uh, <laughs> but for like more general TAF advice, um, I honestly think that meeting new people is like the best part of being at TAF. Um, and the easiest way to go about it is to just walk up to someone and say hi and introduce yourself and ask them about their stories, their life, compliment someone, and soon you'll just make a bunch of lifelong friends and you will love them for the rest of your life. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and I think, I think that's a wrap on this episode. I have, I have nothing else, so <laughs> I think that's a good ending note to leave it Ooh. on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. You're a great host. No problem. It was all, it was all for you. I, all I was doing was listening. <laughs> all right, Bing, you can stop recording now if you'd like. <laughs>